Wait a minute, Flay. Hmm? What's up with you these days? Would you shut up? <sighs> Keep your distance from me. <sighs> hey, what's the matter with you? Uh... Hold on a minute. Welcome to It's a Gundam, the best as of yet unreleased Gundam Seed podcast, where we watch every episode of Gundam Seed and talk about how great we are and how great it is. Yeah, and all the stuff. And we talk about how cool helicopters are and how we don't like Bakus and how... Because they're basically just Zoids. Yeah. My name's Jeremy. I'm Tyler. I'm amazing. And, and my name is Zach. <laughs> and named. <laughs> I realized you would attack me if I didn't. And I'm sitting too close to avoid it. Stormbrina, the actual calmer of storms. I'm inappropriately named. Oh, that's a good book. Stormbrina? No. Calmer of storms. <laughs> no. Wave Kings. <laughs> where, where did that come from? It's book one of the Stormlight Archive. Okay, I mean, I can see how you got there, but it was a bit of a stretch. You had to cross the freeway. Not for me. I understood what it was. I understood how I got there. Thanks for explaining that to all the people who are intimately acquainted with your thought processes. Today we're going to be watching episode 17, Kigali Returns, where Kigali was back last episode. <laughs> She's also named for the first time ever. Yeah, I was going to say, she hasn't gotten a name yet, technically. She was, you're a girl? <laughs> Before this. But she had a sweet page boy cap. Oh, wait, sorry, no. She's just a girl. Yeah, just a girl. That's what In she In the want. world. That's all that will let her be. But now she has a name. Yeah, I was going to go into, like, material girl and... Please yeah. don't sing. Yeah. N none of us should ever sing. I keep doing that at work and people keep telling me to shut up and... You should probably shut up. Yeah. None of us can sing. <laughs> That's a critical failing of this podcast. None of us can sing. No, no. No, it's not. Like, if I tried to sing, your windows would probably start breaking. Yeah, I don't think you failure. have that high an octave. High an no, octave. Wow. I sing that poorly. <laughs> the glass commits suicide. <laughs> exactly. All right, I don't know if we have much to talk about this one, but Kigali shows up. Tyler, you haven't seen this series before. What do you think Kigali's deal is from the one time she showed up? Well, I know her father was a scientist working on the Gundams, so clearly she's the Resistance leader, and she has, like, a weird relationship with Hiro. <laughs> Wait, Bronze Series. Um, what? <laughs> she's clearly Katra. Come on. <laughs> she's Katra? Yeah. Katra has she's a more manly than Katra. with Troa. Yeah, but she's still got the weird gender ambiguity thing. And she lives in the desert, and she's blonde. And she has people hanging out with her who don't have Gundams. She rides shotgun and folds her arms. Yeah, I, I love how in the last episode she's just like angrily sitting in the jeep with the goggles off. Although those are necessary goggles. They protect you from desert sandstorms. I'm pretty sure those jeeps didn't have windshields. Therefore, goggles actually make sense. Yeah, no, I mean, I was being facetious, but they are actually useful. 
Also, when a Baku finishes using the desert, it like kicks up a lot of stuff. And anyway, <laughs> Gundam. So if this is the first time you're joining us, don't. This episode isn't that great. But <laughs> our hero is Kira Yamato. He's a cool guy. He's a Captain America from the future. And all the other Captain Americas are in space because people who aren't Captain America are jealous of them and made them go to space. And then they nuked them and space 9-11 them. So all the Captain Americas built giant robots to shoot all the not Captain Americas. But then our main character got stuck with the not Captain Americas and fell into the cockpit of their best robot. Uh, but his best friend, Atherin, isn't in this episode. <laughs> he's on the other side. Man, can I take a mulligan on this? So clearly what you're saying is, if you plan to nuke Captain Americas, make sure you nuke all of them at the same time. So, although I think we need a better term for not Captain America. Who is the most not Captain America? Falcon? <laughs> wow, man, that was quick. Comic book nerd, dude. Also, Falcon was literally Captain America until like two months ago. <laughs> you know, he needed some street cred. Marvel had to throw him a bone. Well, he just keeps throwing them all back up. He's not an owl. So yeah, Kira got laid, and now he's all aggressive and a jerk. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> because his girlfriend is a secret jerk. I would even, like, step her up to a secret douche. She's like one level no, she, higher than a jerk. She's an, over, she's an overt jerk. She's just I mean, a secret jackass. To be fair, the only thing she's done that's, like, bad for him is have sex with him, hoping it will make him aggressive and a jerk, which... While also grin-crying over her well, triumph. While bad intentions, I think Kira would take all this. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> these, are, these goals are compatible with his own. He's a teenager. Yeah. He got laid. Yeah. And he gets a fight stuff. Clearly, they're <laughs> coincidental with his own yeah. goals. Really, what, she's done to, what has she done to him that's horrible yet? thing she did that was mean was to sigh where she's like we're broken up and he was like no that's not how this works i mean she's using him but probably in a way he would agree with oh is there anyone we're forgetting moo is cool cool yeah moo's, moo's a bamf moo tall and mary elia need to move away to and like where normal cool people are <laughs> and sexy rumble roll yes oh yeah sexy rumble roll showed up andrew waltfeld he was like the costa my coffee is good send tiger robots to murder them <laughs> Pretty much his only character so far is like, yeah. hmm, that battle is happening. I should send more things to go get destroyed in that battle. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure he said we're pulling back because I'm not sending more things to go get destroyed in that battle. Well, I mean, he did eventually after more things got destroyed. Also, he's like, you murdered my pilots and now we need to murder you. Also, you don't seem like you're a not Captain America. Oh, wait, also, Kira Magic Techno babbled his way into being good at desert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I reprogrammed my foot to be better now. Turns out he actually had an entire function call for that already, and he just had to, like, <laughs> type in the command to run it. He's actually running Python, so we had to open up, like, a Python shell. And All right. So with that, let's go ahead and watch episode 17, Kigali Returns. We get one of the lamest openings thus far. It's just a previously on. Gundam Seed mostly avoids those. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, so they don't do those very often. It's not even a very good previously on. It's disjointed enough that if you didn't know what was happening, it's just a bunch of stuff. Kira falls down in the sand. He needs a dude. Kigali shows up. They blow some stuff up. He does blow a robot's head off, though. Yeah, no context. I think he blows it apart. I don't even think Andrew Walfelt shows up in this previously on. Oh, yeah, we also didn't get the cool, like, seed break thing that's kind of iconic. Yeah, he just kind of does it. I mean, it's decent enough action sequence, but like Jeremy said, it's so broken up that it's hard to tell. I love how realistically goofy the face masks that the rebels are using. I can't even remember their name. The Desert Dawn? They might not have been named in the previous episode. No, they, they, they definitely were. Okay. 
So then we get the opening sequence, which we still have nothing to say about it. Also, Lacus is clearly underwater, given the way her hair is just, like, floating. Or in space. Lacus is the only one in that sequence who's moving. Yeah, well, you can afford to animate the pink-haired girl. No one else. (laughs) It gets me every time. That's so bad. It's only on the HD edition. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that particular sequence is still there in the normal version, but the... uh... There's no animation on it. No. (laughs) I'm glad they took the time to animate... Those Mar- jiggle physics. Yeah. I feel like every episode of this we post needs to be accompanied by an article that's just like, half of it is just links to a gif of that. <laughs> God damn it! Why? Why is it twice in the intro? <laughs> Again, not in the original. In the original it's there, but it's in silhouette, so it's tasteful. Yeah, I mean, the first one was in silhouette, I guess, so we got that going for us. The other one was like, dead or alive, Why extreme beach volleyball I levels. Don't... I don't feel like Maru really has a huge amount of sex appeal in this show. No, she's but mostly... she's got the most talent. <laughs> I love how that has become our group's euphemism for it. Welcome to anime. They didn't have Kira hanger the strike. It's just kind of standing there. Yeah, which also, is I confusing had... because didn't it run out of battery? Don't they need uh, to recharge At the end, it? apparently it clearly has because it's grayed out. My question is, how long is it? Because it looks like it's like noon when this is occurring. And these guys met up probably midnight it's so apparently they've all been just kind of sitting around staring at one another for the last 12 hours it did kind of look like the sun was rising at the end of the last episode or that could have just been the massive amount of light from that giant explosion that's what i was interpreted as was the explosion was just so big it caused light but, but since kira has just been sitting there the entire time i think we're supposed <laughs> to i don't think much time is supposed to have passed then we get a nice shot of Kigali staring angrily up at the mobile suit. Well, Kira looks down at it, zoom and enhances, and is like, I know, I recognize this person. <laughs> Meanwhile, Flay. Yeah, I was going to call her Cersei. Flay <laughs> <laughs> is tucked into her blanket. Yeah, it clearly stayed up all night on a Netflix binge. <laughs> <laughs> she's like wrapped in a blanket like some sort of... The, she's Netflix and hate. Yeah. <laughs> So Maru and Natarl are talking about whether or not they can trust the Desert Dawn. Natarl, of course, is all grumpy about it, but Maru points out, yeah, they uh, aren't shooting at us, and they saved our bacon, so we need that bacon. We don't have much food here in the desert. Hey, it's as good a reason as any. They're not currently shooting at me, so I'm willing to go talk to them. They saved my backside. Oh, the other four, like, trained soldiers have currently been armed with I like weaponry. how Moo's, like, loading these pistols, like, yeah, I've literally never used this before. <laughs> it looks like, like, yeah, just like in a James Bond movie, <laughs> yeah, I'm that... the best. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure this is the end that makes the loud noise. So the problem is, Moo's too cool to ever actually think that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We all just think it for him. <laughs> That's fair. I, I want to point something out here, though. They go out to talk to these people. The Strike is standing there. The Strike is armed with Vulcans. The weaponry that the other people are carrying right now are kind of a moot point, considering Kira can just look at people and wipe out the entire well, desert dawn. So the point at which you have this pause, I can literally see a guy with a bow and arrow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is such ineffective weaponry in the middle. On have the you hand- seen what Hawkeye can do with a bow and arrow? Hmm, and there are Captain Americas. I'm not sure what the caliber of the Vulcans is, but you might not want to fire them that close to the Captain and Mula Flaga. They're probably nothing more than like 75 millimeter. And they've he's, got plot armor. They're plot armored, and he's a Captain America. He'd be fine. I have to ask, where did the other guys go? Oh, yeah, the guys. The three guys them. that were with them. They couldn't afford the animation. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're in the back. Like, they're in sniper positions, basically. We cut to them later. Oh, okay. Well, so Maru says, hey, we're with the 8th Fleet. And, like, little kid rebel is like, hey, weren't the 8th Fleet entirely wiped out? Noob. 
clearly the Desert Dawn kind of know what's going on. And their leader, Saeed, says, uh, yeah, we're not necessarily trying to help you. We just happen to hate the same people. <laughs> also, Blondie, you look recognizable. He's like, I'm Lula Flaga. I don't know anybody out here. Totes <laughs> <laughs> cash. And it's like, oh, the Hawk of Endymion, you're a badass. I didn't expect you to see you here. And they were like, you've heard of that famous name before? Surprise. Well, they also knew the 8th Fleet was wiped out, which happened like two nights ago. Okay, that's They fine. also apparently know what the Archangel's called. And the X-105 Strike. And who they're being chased by. To be fair, they're basically just sitting there spying on everyone. So they better also f- have an episode-by-episode episode Gundam Seed <laughs> podcast where they talk about all these things. And then Kigali interrupts him to talk about the strike. Makes a point of her knowing it, which kind of implies maybe she's informing them, since... She knew more of what, what was going on back in episode one. And since her father's obviously a famous scientist in the Federation. So the Desert Dawn say, hey, what are you going to do now? And they're like, well, will you help us? And they're like, well, if you stop pointing guns and have guys hiding from us. And Notaro's like, my cleverly hidden ploy. <laughs> Technically speaking, they aren't really pointing guns at them, but they're downrange from the Lohengrin. They're not going to fire that at the captain, although Notaro might. The strike can take missiles, right? I'm sure Maru can take this. So the Desert Dodd asks for uh, Kira to get out of the mobile suit, and he agrees. He comes out. And he, dramatic reveals himself to Kigali. For, you know, the hair commercial reveal. And she, <laughs> she uh, gets it's shot It's just like and herbal angry. essences. <laughs> it, it's only a child. Um, Guys, you have multiple children in your forces right now. Younger than him, too. And okay. then she angrily walks up to him and just says, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Flay also is, like, watching out the window. It's like, hey, someone moving in on my boy. And then Rambo steps in to intervene. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Moo goes for a gun. Yeah, Moo goes to step up first, but then Rambo interrupts him. Kigali tries to punch Kira, but while Kira is terrible at guns, he's really good at hand-to-hand combat, so he just catches her fist. It's like, hey, you're that girl. <laughs> Why hell? did she try to punch him, though? I don't understand. She then does manage to hit him. Like, I don't understand why she's angry enough to hit him. What did he do to her? She's so Sundari. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone's confused. Bow and Arrow calls her off. Moo's confused because he's like, man, that chick ain't got no chill. <laughs> and we and get a we... flay with even less chill. <laughs> she's got the angry face going on. She's it... actually watching House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in Gibraltar, we see Diarca and Isaac didn't die. And Rao is like, okay, you two can hang out on Earth. I guess the Archangel is there. You should go, like, beat it up or something. <laughs> Might as well do something useful. Also, I'm so glad you're alive because I'm a caring captain. Notice how he literally never even comments on that. No, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, well. That's actually one of the first things he said. But he does not sound all that sincere. Maybe I'm projecting knowing what's up with him, but... So Diarca, you know, channeling Mulaflog is super chill. Like, man, this sucks. We're on the ground. And Isaac is like, rage must destroy strike. He also dramatically takes off his bandages to reveal his scar, which lesser characters would become shark clones for. <laughs> it's not even that bad of a scar. It's no. not. I, I honestly thought he had lost an eye and that would have been way cooler, but that would have actually given him reason to have vengeance. It's not exactly like he's a great looker. Although, he's also su- so Sundari. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously Diarca thinks otherwise, so. <laughs> Maybe he's just not my type. And apparently they take a... Uh, couple of jeeps and tow the archangel back to their base <laughs> it looks like that i think the archangel is supposed to have flown after them but I, it definitely looks like they it, got it looks like it's being towed it totally flew after them some nice touches on the base we see a whole bunch of supply crates both for zaft and the earth alliance that presumably the rebels have stolen kira camouflages the archangel 
with He some... puts a bunch of brown tarps over it. Camouflage, not so much. And Mu, Natarl, and Maru all go into the camp so they can all be assassinated, like Zach likes to mention. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, whenever they all three go at one time, you're always like, man, it would be real easy to take out the crew of the Archangel right here. It would be. So Side talks about how there are rebel fighters from all around here, and he also offers them coffee, but clearly he doesn't care as much as Sexy Rambaral does because he makes them get their own mugs. <laughs> and also he didn't make the blend himself, so no. he can guarantee the flavor. This isn't coffee. What is it then? <laughs> this is turpentine. <laughs> no, it tastes like, no, this is turpentine. This is get, not coffee. We then get a, a kind of awkward flashback to when they were out talking and Kigali was like, hey, you should bring them back to camp. I want to hear what they have to say. It shouldn't be a problem, which isn't terrible, but it is kind of a awkward change up in the pace. So then Moo's like, hey, who's the chick? And Sai's like, the goddess of victory. And, and Moo's like, like, huh, okay, <laughs> what's her name? Because <laughs> <laughs> Moo's the best. Moo is amazing. So he says Kigali, and then Moo gives her a look like, huh. Like he knows something that's going on that we don't. Or he just is suspicious of 16-year-old blondes <laughs> who punch his pilots. Well, I mean, you've got two 16-year-olds well, in a rebel fighting force for some reason. So then we cut back to Kira standing on a hill with his great camouflage job. Great great job, Kira. No one's going to see that. Um, and Sai walks by and he's like, that's really good. And Kira's like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the English dub, and I don't know about the original Japanese, but clearly not these subtitles, makes a point of Sai's like saying, hey, good job with the battle and not getting us all killed last night. As opposed to it making it apply <laughs> to the, hey, good job with camouflage. <laughs> right, because the big white ship with some brown wow. streaks is going to be disguised. Man, that animation on Kigali while she was walking up the hill. She looks so upset. I was thinking it just looked awful. Actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It looked fine when she actually stared up at him. So Kigali comes in and apologizes. And is like, I didn't mean to hit you. Well, I did, but it was just kind of spur of the moment. So it turns out she is also emotional. She's just the punchy emotional, which is why <laughs> Zach likes her more. <laughs> <laughs> Punch first. Ask questions while punching. <laughs> so Kigali's like, yeah, I was worried about you after you saved my life and didn't just ran away. So, so I punched you. <laughs> we, we get some flashbacks to the first episode, which aren't that egregious because it was a long time ago. I'm, and that was also the last time we saw her. Yeah. I'm going to say this is easily my strongest ship right now. Kigali Kira? Yeah. Yeah, strong one. She's pretty Sundere, but... And they, Kira's oblivious, so that's probably not going to go well, <laughs> but... She also clearly cares about him, because that's how Sundari people do. And she's like, what happened? He's like, uh, I don't know, a lot. There's this cool podcast, It's a Gundam. Maybe you should <laughs> listen to it, and they'll tell you all about it. It's amazing. The, the subtitle is absolutely perfect. And the cure is like, but I thought you were from Orb, not the desert. <laughs> yeah. And then we got a close-up on Bowman. Hawkeye? Can we call him Hawkeye for now? Rambo. I was going to call him Rambo. Rambo's but... fine. I can never remember his actual name. He's like the opposite of DaCosta for me, where I love DaCosta. This character is more important. I can't remember a thing about him. So then we get the eye catch. Hey there, Gundam fans. This week, we're watching the setup to a battle over the most hotly contested piece of land, some desert. I meant that to be a joke, but thinking about it, that's actually something that happens fairly frequently in our actual Earth. So, I don't know. Maybe deserts are cooler than I thought. Not literally, they're still very hot during the day. For those of you who are listening to the show real-time and not backlog binging, I'd like to sincerely apologize for the lack of episodes recently. As a lot of people know, a favorite game of me and Jeremy to play is go through horrible depressive funks, but 
I'm trying to get better about managing my time, so at least we can get episodes out on time. In much more Gundam-related news, we're about to see some of the best teenage angst on the show so far, which is delicious sweet nectar for my soul. Quick shout-out to Ryan Fernu for, you know, just being an active commenter on our website. Hey, thanks, man. You should correct me sometime if I continue to pronounce your name wrong. Let's see, what else do we have going on? If you're interested in video games, last week's episode of Last Time on Video Games was about Soul Calibur, the original, which is vaguely topical considering 6 came out kinda recently. Also, Zach's been playing it a lot, so it makes an interesting compare-contrast point. This week's episode of Shonen Jump was Kiss Him, Not Me, which is a manga I have never even heard of. It was very interesting. So, if either of these are up your alley because you're some sort of general-purpose nerd like we are, maybe go check those out. If you have any comments on the episode, because this is the point where I plug that stuff, hit us up at LTOV Gundam on Twitter, or send us an email at Gundam at LastTimeOnVideoGames.com, or, you know, comment on an episode or something on the website at www.lastpodcast.com. Uh, we have a bunch of other stuff there, like our other podcasts, and some ranking lists where we talk about how cool mobile suits are, or how cool some video games are. Also, occasionally we write stuff. It might be reasonable to expect more of that before the year's out, because it's the end of year, and all of us are taking vacation more and stuff, so we'll have more time to do extracurricular activities like that. Anywho, I'm going to let you get back to the episode and that sweet, sweet, awkward teenage breakup. And we cut back to the meeting room where the big boys and Saeed are trying to plan what the Archangel is going to do. He points out that Zaft has an occupation force, but they can't cover the entire desert. So, you know, guerrilla warfare. Work. So I know they have multiple copies of this map, but it's clearly unlaminated. And Saeed's just like waving coffee around <laughs> it. And it's like a full cup. Like, what if he stains the map? Those things are hard to come by. Well, how many maps do you think we've gone through? That's probably a good point. Maybe that's maybe the camouflage on the Archangel was just made it's out all of the old maps. <laughs> no, he's gonna give this one to the Archangel anyway, so he doesn't care what happens to it. Ah, uh, that's fair. He's also like sitting on the map table. He also says that the Victoria base got taken three days ago, which is news to the Archangel crew. So I guess Victoria was Earth Alliance territory. And he says uh, Zaf's been more active since then. We get some not flashbacks exactly, but some sepia tone of <laughs> Zaft attacking the uh, Victoria base. And also some firing squads. That's yeah. that's new. Well, Zaft aren't nice people. They're certainly not nice people. They're also not nice people either. Thanks. Yeah, they're more gun people, generally. Although they did build giant fighting sword robots, so... And Syed complains that the Alliance are abandoning them and moving back, but Moo's like, hey, you're doing a good job, though, and then he takes a long drink of coffee. He's like, by the way, I hate you guys, too. It's just I'm fighting Zaft right now because they're the ones that are here. Like, if you left us our useless desert, we would be just fine. <laughs> So I'd ask how the Archangel is in the atmosphere, and the Taro's like, well, we can't fly over mountains. Which is really weird. So Saeed's like, well, I guess you have to go for Gibraltar, and Moo is like, lol, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally the face you made while saying that, too. <laughs> They're like, well, you could go with the Pacific Ocean and around, and Taro's like, well, we could do that, but we need to resupply somewhere. And as they're trying to figure out where that would happen, Saeed interrupts them and is like, hey, you're acting like you're already there. It won't be that easy. You'll activate their trap card. <laughs> because he points out that the Lessups is in their way. And also a dark magician. Yes, also the dark magician. <laughs> Which gets me to the point, like, they treat Andrew Walt felt like this badass because he's supposed to be Ramba Rall. 
and I'm into it. But his nickname is the Desert Tiger. So did he make his name like fighting these guys in the desert? And if so, like, why is he this big deal hotshot guy? Well, given discontent and dislike that the rebel leader has for the alliance i would buy that there was alliance staging posts in this area beforehand Th- and Walt made his uh name fighting the alliance people yeah i was actually and wondering, now he just happens to be stuck dealing with the aftermath i was wondering if the dawn just called him that and no one else did no because maru's the first person to oh, okay that that's true you're right i remember this while he was commenting on the quality of his own coffee yeah <laughs> Yes. So speaking of, we cut to Andrew Walfelt making some coffee on his sweet land battleship. And DaCosta's like, you really need to get a vent in here <laughs> because DaCosta is the best. And he's like a meth addict. With how he's <laughs> making. So DaCosta's like, OK, we're ready to go attack because Walfelt is a cool guy. He's like, well, I would have preferred to just let the rebels hang out since they're not doing anything. But now we got to go beat them up. Yeah, I guess since he sorted the troops, but... Well, I take it more as the Archangel showed up. I wasn't really going to do anything but babysit around here. It was a cushy post. But now we actually have to do work and probably should murder those guys. <laughs> but need first, to... some coffee. Need to take care of that. Well, I mean, looks I like they're this... planning on going out at night, so need to be able to wake up. So we, we cut back to the resistance base, and they definitely have like a farmer's market slash soup kitchen set up. Mess hall. <laughs> I just love the crates of fruit. So Cuzzy complains because deserts suck. And Tal and Mariella is like, well, you know, if you weren't here, you would have got murdered on a shuttle. So I mean, he's right, though. Deserts do suck. Well, yes, that's why no one usually lives in them. And that's actually a really cute scene. Yeah, Tal and Mariella are great. Uh, Flay awkwardly comes by. Looking for Kira, and Sai's like, hey, we have to talk. Serious face. <laughs> Except he doesn't actually say anything, because Sai's kind of a pansy. So, uh, Walfelt's like, okay, let's go attack that town Tassel they're all from. Not all of them, but some of them, maybe a third. They mentioned three towns. Meanwhile, everyone else is sitting around enjoying less good coffee. I don't know if I'd say enjoying. They, they look pretty depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Hacker speed activate. <laughs> Kira is uh, reprogramming the strike some more because he needs to make sure all the mad hacking he did last night still works. Murdoch makes the comment, that, hey, you're taking this seriously now. Good for you. You're going to make a great pilot after all. And Kira's like, yeah, because I'm the only one that can do anything and we're all going to get killed if I don't, which I actually really like. I mean, I've talked about how he suddenly he got got laid and now he's super aggressive and stuff, but that is pretty realistic. You get a good new girlfriend and suddenly you get super motivated. <laughs> At least that's been my experience. So it's I really true. like this development. Seems odd, though, that the mechanics weren't working on making sure that the Gundam would work in the desert. Yeah, but, like, we've already established they suck and don't know how to do it. That's why Kira needs to. And then Kigali shows up wandering around the camp, also looking for Kira. It's, he's the main character. Girls gotta find him. She's like, I forgot to ask what his name is. And the rest of the Desert Don are like, wait, didn't, don't you know the guy? And it's like, yeah, but not his name. <laughs> we met for all of 20, 30 seconds. So Rambo is like, come on, Kigali, we gotta talk. Hey, bae. <laughs> <laughs> He is way too old for her. <laughs> Do not ship Kigali and Rambo. <laughs> so, Mysterious mystery has been set up. Yeah, so Rambo's like, they may know your secret. I don't. I think her secret is exactly what we already know, that she's like the daughter of some scientist, right? Well. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Cut to more DaCosta and Walfelt, and DaCosta's like, well, we shouldn't just attack a town. I'm not. That's not my style. I'm a cool guy. I'm not Rally Crusade. We should give them a 15-minute warning. DaCosta, go drive over there and warn them. <laughs> <laughs> DaCosta is the best. <laughs> yeah, DaCosta is pretty great. I'm kind of surprised he doesn't give more lip. Well, he knows his commander's a BAMF. And, I mean, honestly, would you actually want to work for a Le Crusade? No, not for a Le Crusade, no. 
So Kigali's looking for Kira, and she comes across Flay and Sai arguing. And Flay's like, just stay away from me, creep. God, total 180 on her. And then she takes some time to glare at Kigali, because she's competition. Kigali's also got one of like, the greatest what-the-hell-is-going-on faces <laughs> yeah. at the time. So Kira's like, wandering out, and uh, Flay glomps him and hides behind him. And she tries to start a fight. Aside being kind of a jerk here, in a way I totally understood in high school, but no means no, dude. I mean, to be fair, they're like, what, 16? So. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And Flay dramatically confesses, hey, yeah, I was with Kira last night. <laughs> and Sai is shocked. And then also we see Kigali like, oh, what have I stumbled into? That and, was a great face she made. Too. Yes. Make up for that earlier bad animation. Then thank God we cut to someone being attacked and blown up with missiles <laughs> instead of this incredibly awkward high school bullshit that I can't deal with. Instead, we just get houses on fire crumbling, babies crying and people running. The Bakus suck. But other than that, this is way easier to deal with. Angry Waltfeld. Yeah, Waltfeld looks serious, unlike La Crusade, who would be like, have a shit-eating grin if this was happening. <laughs> like he was at the Phantom of the Opera, and this is a particularly good performance. <laughs> I get to kill innocent people, yay! It's odd, because he said he gave him 15 minutes. Um, and apparently they didn't take that warning. Yeah, they didn't take it very seriously. They're like, yeah, we've been attacked before. Ca- he counted down from the time the Costa drove. <laughs> the Costa was dragging his ass. I mean, that's entirely possible, but that doesn't strike me as the kind of thing the character that we've been presented with right, do. The Costa's been gone for 15 minutes. He's not back yet. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I never liked that guy anyway. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it's like the guy who cried Andrew Walfelt. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Sure, I he's going to attack. Yeah, I've seen a Baku, too. <laughs> Cut back to Sai, who's, like, demanding an explanation from Flay and Kira. And they're like, man, we don't have to explain anything. It has nothing to do with you. And Sai is obviously upset because his girlfriend just dumped him for seemingly no reason. And uh, Kira, again, gets all football jock testosterone and tells Sai off for chasing after someone who isn't interested in him. And Kira's like, I'm tired from last night. It's battle. battle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's calling it now. <laughs> Sai also gets all uh, testosterone up and charges Kira, but as a master of unarmed combat, Kira just puts him in an arm bar and is like, noob, please, I'm a Captain America. Also, I'm going to make you defy gravity a little bit down those stairs. Kigali's watching the entire time, like, man, what have I stumbled into? Kira's like, no one thinks about me. I have to go, like, fighting robots and program the damn thing myself and do all the stress and care about people exploding in shuttles. And he's kind of got a point, but nobody is in the right here, which makes it super awkward to watch. And then, oh man, those looks. Yeah, the animation on Flay is amazing. They sell her so well. And then poor Kigali, she was shipping herself with Kira too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's sort of got a chance, let's face it. True. Uh, And thank God someone gets a notification that Tassel's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then we uh, cut to the end of the episode as Kigali goes to run to do something. And then everyone watches the town bird. We cut back into that rhythm Gundam Seed has of slow episode. Oh my God, action-packed episode. Slow episode. And that might be part of why I dislike this arc too, is it gets too repetitive motion-wise. Later on, the show gets amazing at building and releasing tension in a single episode while still building to something overall. As I say, the first arc did a pretty good job, like, over three episodes doing that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, kind of a short, slow episode. We found out Kigali's name, and we got the blowout between Sai and Kira that's super awkward, but... That's sort of it. Get some, you know, grounding for a new ship because Kira is Archie, I guess. 
<laughs> I mean, he's got a little more going for him than Archie. Like, he's got a giant robot. Girls yeah. love giant robots. And a guy to have foyer with. Yeah, <laughs> chicks dig giant robots. That. Mega Sex LR taught me that. All right, since this episode's a little short and we forgot to put the Baku at the bottom of the list last episode, <laughs> do you want to add something to our list of uh, giant robots and how cool they are? Is the Baku really at the bottom of the list? I guess we'll find out, won't we? That is true. So for those of you who don't know, we have a list on our website, www.lasttimeonvideogames.com, where we rank how cool we think mobile suits are. At the top is the launcher strike because it has a big gun. <laughs> At the bottom is the minestrel because it's the ball, but it doesn't even have the cool stuff the ball has. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I think the Baku is better than the minestrel. Maybe just barely. How did we think it compares to number 11, the Jin, the other generic Zaft mobile suit? The Jin's actually pretty cool, despite being a generic Zaft mobile suit. I just kind of like the Baku as a design. It's a specialist design, but okay. I, I kind of like... Yeah, like, imagine if it weren't animated in the terrible yeah, way it's animated. I like models of the Baku, but I also like the Jin more, I think. I like that crossbar. I like how it's... It's probably my favorite Zaku derivative. Not the Zaku? The Zaku isn't derivative of itself. Or are you, you sure? The, are you mean the Zaft Armored Unified Keeper of Peace? <laughs> no, what is, what is it called? That's something like that. Whatever the acronym is for the Zaku they get in Destiny. Yes. I actually do probably like the Destiny Zaku more than the Jin. Yes. But I like, that's also not really a derivative so much as it also has a gun. It's a remake? Yeah. Do they actually call it... Uh. It's uh, canonical, but I don't think they can call it that in the series. They okay. might they might have like the Gundam startup thing. Okay. I, I don't know if it's ever actually mentioned online. Like I said, I like the specialist Baku because it's very, very good in its terrain, but it's hard to tell. I also like the idea of the additional packs that it carries, but it lacks the flexibility that you'd get from having free hands. Its close combat capability is almost nothing. You know, if playing Steambot Chronicles taught me anything is that flexibility in your robots is highly overrated. So if I, playing Battletech has taught me anything, it's that a quad is not a good design. You lose a lot of arc coverage when you're using a quad. <laughs> yeah, but in real life, it'd actually probably be the better design. I think I kind of agree with Zach. I think I like the okay. Baku slightly more than the Jin. So speaking of versatility in your giant robots, how do we think the Baku compares to the Strike naked? With two knives? Afraid? I'd probably take the Strike... I mean, who would win in a fight? The strike has all that potential, and the knives are cool. Yeah, that is true. They're totally setting up that time when the strike is going to be completely out of power and ammo and win a fight later with the knives, right? That's a thing that happens. Also, Kira's learning how to kick people with giant robot feet. He does so. that a lot. All right, so the Baku will go at number 11 above the Jin and below the strike. See, you're not the worst thing, Baku. Somehow you beat the Jin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this fight takes place in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> this popularity contest is in the desert. <laughs> well, it also just has better ground mobility. The desert doesn't it doesn't have to go in the desert. It can still move faster than the gin. Wait, the desert doesn't have to go in the desert? Did I say that? I yes. meant the Baku doesn't have to go in the desert. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Desert inside the desert. Yeah, Desertception. Actually, if you had a drag race between both of them on like paved asphalt, Baku would probably win. Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure that we're uh, doing a race between Gundams, but... <laughs> All right, I think that does it for this Wait, episode. Really quick, though. The Gundam Master Race. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I would watch another series of Gundam if it was like G Gundam only racing instead of... I've seen that series. <laughs> oh, uh, what was it called? It's I, called IGPX. That, yeah, I've seen that series, too. There's definitely an... I forgot about that show. I actually kind of liked it. Toonami made a really okay Flash game. 
base on it. It was probably better than the show. There's an episode <laughs> of uh, Gundam Build Fighters that's a race. It's pretty good. I should really watch that show. The first half of the IGPX is better than the second half. All right, so that'll do it for this episode. If you want to check out our other podcast where we talk about old video games, that last time on video games, you can do that at our website. If you want to shoot us an email, you can do that at Gundam at lasttimeonvideogames.com. And I hope you join us next week for a more action-y episode, Payback. Great title. Yeah, yeah. Rambo's going to show up with his bow, and he's going to bow all the Bakus to death. Because <laughs> Bakus suck. Are we sure it's just not Rambo? Yes, we are. Brogali? Karayama bro? <laughs> <laughs> I that would be fantastic. Yes, I did. That would be fantastic, though. Bro La Flaga. Bro La Crusade. That works a little bit better. Bye.